It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for fun and feeling groovy. Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavis, licensed nutritionist. And this show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company providing life-changing nutrition education and counseling. You know, every Saturday I like to share a life-changing event. And here's one from a Nutrition for Weight Loss class member. Sharon wrote on her evaluation, I had daily knee pain and my knees clicked when I walked. I couldn't even kneel at church, and now I'm taking the, after taking the Nutrition for Weight Loss program, I can. Mm. She can kneel. She said, I can kneel at church without pain. You might ask, how did she eliminate the pain? Mm-hmm. I bet a lot of people are wondering that. Pretty simple. She cut out sugar and processed carbs, and guess what? Her pain and inflammation went away. So then she was able to kneel at church without a problem. By cutting out sugar and processed carbs, she also dropped a few unwanted pounds, which took stress off her knees. So it was really a great win-win experience for Sharon. You know, today we have one of my favorite topics, nutrition for anti-aging. So what should we eat to stay young and healthy? You know, I know I want to be like Phyllis Diller, (laughs) going strong at 95. You know, I won't be as funny, certainly. But as she was, but I want to be actively involved in life. And I have so many classes to create and so many people to teach real nutrition to. You know, it really is the reason I eat so carefully, exercise many times a week, make sure I get eight hours of sleep every night. So then I have a question for you. What is your reason? What is your motivation to stay young and healthy? To stay healthy, what is your motivation? Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to keep coming back to that question today several times. But first, let me introduce our co-host. Joining me to share her anti-aging secrets <laughs> is Kate Crosby. Kate is a nutrition educator and a counselor and sees clients in our Lakeville office, in our North Oaks office. So, Kate, what is your number one anti-aging secret? Well... Actually, before I tell you that, before I give you the answer to my first and number one anti-aging secret, I want to share with you, you know, how nutrition can really change your life. Just like Sharon, I had a client in a class who had changed her diet uh, Mm -hmm. for a couple of months. She had reduced sugar. She took out processed carbs. She started eating vegetables and uh, animal protein. And um, she told the class that she was two weeks away from hip surgery. She had had hip surgery planned, okay, okay. Um, you know, for some three months or so. Before she took the class? Before she took the class. Okay. And she told the class, I am no longer having hip surgery because my hip does not hurt. Fantastic. <laughs> so, <laughs> all through changing her diet. So it's so powerful. So, Kate, so what is your number one secret? Ah, well. Because everybody's, you know, they're listening. Okay. You know, for people who don't know me, this will probably surprise you. 
Um, but for people who do know me, it won't surprise you that my number one um, secret is to eat sufficient amounts of animal protein. You know, I find most women really don't eat enough protein to maintain their muscle mass. Oh, definitely. I mean, people lining up, women lining up for Botox um, to get their wrinkles eliminated. But they don't realize that just eating enough protein could supply the collagen that keeps those wrinkles away. Pretty Mm -hmm. simple. So it is kind of interesting, isn't it, Kate, that I think particularly uh, a lot of our clients have no idea how little protein they're eating before they come in and sit down. I truly agree with that. Very, very little. Um, I I think for most people eating about four ounces for every meal, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, that's a good chunk. Look at the palm of your hand, usually about that size. You know, when we look at all this, we we realize that, you know, nutrition is so basic. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it's so inexpensive compared to like facelifts or Botox treatments. I mean, there's just no comparison. And and its rewards are multifaceted. Yes. Not just getting the wrinkles away. Maybe it'll improve your mood, too. Or maybe it'll help your heart. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, really. So, so Kate, when we think about protein, then. Yeah. What do you find that really people really need to eat? Well, I think of things like, you know, start your day with a couple of eggs, maybe some chicken sausage and a couple of eggs. Okay. Lunchtime. You know, a lot of people do have salads, but they're missing adequate protein. So what might that look like? Maybe some salmon? Salmon would be great. You know, it. You know, that's that's a wonderful. Yeah. Or a chicken breast chicken again. Chicken breast, mm-hmm. you know. Steak salad? Steak salad is my one of my favorite. I've been eating a lot of steak salad and <laughs> turkey bacon avocado salad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... You also need a couple of ounces of animal protein, though, at a snack. And that's what catches people. They have no clue about the fact they just eat an apple rather right. than eating like a couple of pieces of chicken breast, a little bit of chicken breast with their apple yep. and maybe some almond butter. Yep. Yep. And that would be a balanced snack. That's going to maintain lean body mass and also create enough collagen for that youthful face we're always looking for. Mm -hmm. But also, and this may surprise people, you need enough protein to build strong bones. And remember, oh, back in the olden days, they used to tell us, oh, no, don't eat protein because it's going to interfere with your bones. Exactly. And now our message is you need protein to build strong bones. You've got to have that that protein there to to have those minerals attach, as well as a little fat. You know... um, Just to illustrate sort of what collagen is, Mm -hmm. touch your cheek. Right below that skin there is a layer of collagen. That's what we're talking about creating by eating animal protein. I think that's a great Mm -hmm. illustration, Kate. So then people really understand what collagen means. Yeah. But then we've got collagen in our bones. Everywhere. Collagen is probably one of the, the largest components of our body. So what we're really saying this morning is protein, you know, it has another important role in keeping us young and vibrant. Hmm. It is absolutely necessary for your brain. Oh, yeah. You know, stop and think of it. Brains rule the world. You know, your brain governs everything you do, how you think, how you act, and how you get along with others. 
Very you know? true. Very yeah. true. And I love Dr. Amon's books. He says in his book, Change Your Brain, Change Your Life, he said, if your brain works right, you work right. He's oh, so basic. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. He is. Totally. So when you eat sufficient animal protein, you supply your brain and your body with these basic building blocks to make what are called neurotransmitters, brain chemicals. You know, on TV, you'll see a drug company advertising a new antidepressant very often. They show the brain. They show how neurotransmitters help your cells communicate with one another. Of course, the drug company is trying to sell the latest and greatest new antidepressant. But what the ads don't tell you is that you need the building blocks to make these neurotransmitters, and that is animal protein. Even the medications aren't going to work without adequate amounts of animal protein to make those neurotransmitters. And I think that's a whole new message for people to understand To make your neurotransmitters, you need animal protein. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. you need those eggs in the morning or that cottage cheese or that chicken breast or Mm -hmm. the steak to make your neurotransmitters. You know, that's kind of just, it's, it's, you know, it's so basic to us as nutritionists, isn't it? But it is, but it's new information to a lot of people. And and that's why we're here. So why are we talking about neurotransmitters and anti-aging? You know, I said before, the brain governs everything you do, your thoughts, how you eat, how you think, how you remember, mm-hmm. if you're happy or depressed, mm-hmm. anxious or calm and peaceful. So it is important to eat sufficient amounts of protein to keep sharp, healthy brains. And we would actually call that a youthful brain. Absolutely. You know, we said that word memory. So I suppose it's time to close my mouth and let you talk about break time. (laughs) It's a time for a break. (laughs) You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Often, as women get older, they struggle with excess facial hair. So a superabundance of a male hormone, androgen, is a major contributor of facial hair in women. The greater amount of androgen you have, the more hair it will grow. So the question becomes, where does this androgen come from? It's the adrenal glands. So excess adrenal activity secreting androgens increases the growth of facial hair. It's as simple as that. But what causes all of this excess and adrenal activity? I think that's the question. What oh causes my. that? Oh, my. Here we go. Sugar, lack of sleep, caffeine, strong emotions. Sugar sets up this profound disturbance in the delicately balanced glandular system. So basically... Excess facial hair means a diet out of balance. You've got questions today? Give us a call at 651-641-1071. If you want to feel better, you want to have more energy, you want to sleep through the night, feel less achy, improve your digestion and your moods, look at nutrition. Good nutrition can change all of those things, and the educators at Nutritional Weight and Wellness want to help you. They do this with their weight and wellness classes. It's a series of six classes. You can learn so much about your body and how to properly fuel your body. Did you know that poor nutrition is related to more than 90% of all health conditions? Learn how to properly run your body. The educators at Nutritional Weight and Wellness can help you through the weight and wellness classes. Right now, if you register with a friend or family member, you'll each get $25 off. 
Classes are taught at nutritional weight and wellness offices and many other locations throughout the Twin Cities. Call 651-699-3438 or go to weightandwellness.com to find a class near you. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, before break, Kate shared information about the cause of excess facial hair. So I want to share some information how important nutrition is in preventing hair loss, the hair loss on your head <laughs> in women. You know, a stu- and this is just for study for women, basically. A study conducted in 2001 with 153 women found that when women were deficient in iron, mm-hmm. 72% of them had hair loss. As a woman, how can you maintain a full head of hair as you age? You know, I find that there are three critical components to maintaining a full head of hair. Women need to eat sufficient amounts of protein. I think we've been talking about mm-hmm. that a lot. And it's sufficient amount of animal protein. You know, their usual recommendation is three to four ounces for at every meal, just like we were saying. And two yep. to three ounces at every snack. Yep. Then then we take a look at another factor. You know, a critical mineral for maintaining hair growth is zinc. So important. And we know that 73% of the population is deficient in zinc. So taking a 50 milligram zinc supplement such as reacted zinc is really just a good insurance policy. And I think, again, we get zinc from animal meat. protein. Meat. <laughs> You know, the third critical factor is adding omega-6 fatty acid called GLA. You know, this fatty acid, this GLA, is important for hair growth, for skin health, and hormone balance. So I take three per day with meals. I mean, one with each meal. Mm-hmm. Make sure you have adequate iron stores. That's another thing. Check, get it Check checked. with your doctor. So mm-hmm. if you're losing hair, ask your doctor for a simple blood test to test your iron level. For sure. And to make sure you get that taken care of. Mm-hmm. So, Kate, should we take some callers? We've got a caller here. <clears throat> Katie, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. You have a question? Yes, good morning. Good morning. Um, I've had several private consultations and taken some classes with you guys, which has benefited my well-being tremendously, so I'm a big believer in everything you say. But my question today is, I hear a lot about the benefits of eating organ meats mm-hmm. and want to know if you think this is important, and if so... What's a good way to start? Because I'm frankly a little squeamish about it. <laughs> well, I think that, um, you know, if I'm looking at liver, you know, when you're talking about organ meats, of course, you're talking about liver and um, I guess, I mean, heart? some people, heart, yes. And they are really high in nutrients, extremely high in nutrients. They're extremely high in vitamin A, for one thing, and that is supports our immune system very much. So how would you start with that? First of all, I buy, I would only buy organic uh, livers and mm-hmm. hearts. I mean, sure. make sure that the, you've got good quality. And then, um, I mean, you know, it's very easy to cook liver. I mean, you know, and I think maybe cook it with a little bit of organic bacon and onion, and I think that works really well. Um, Chicken livers with a little egg and, like you were saying, organic bacon. Yeah. Maybe some onion and... I mean, I just, a friend just made that for me for last Sunday for breakfast. Delicious. Yeah, it was great. You know, and add an egg and you've got a great breakfast. And a breakfast that keeps your blood sugar stabilized for a very long time. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that does that help you. It helps me very much. So thank you very much. I okay, thanks for it. taking classes with shot. us. Yeah. All right. Thanks. We have another caller. Okay. Um, hello. Uh, welcome to uh, Dishing Up Nutrition. Hi there. Hi. You've got a question about thyroid? Yes. I've recently found out I have, I believe they say it, Hashimoto. Yes. And I'm just wondering what I can do nutritionally to support my body, what I might need to avoid, um, any, any advice you might have. Okay. Well, you Good know, question. a couple of uh, Hashimoto's is, is an autoimmune thyroid problem. And it seems to be on the rise, isn't it? A lot of people have Hashimoto's disease now. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like, what it is, is it's actually inflammation in your thyroid. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you have, it works well and sometimes it doesn't. Isn't that, I mean, I don't know if that's what your doctor said, but but it is inconsistent in how it actually works, your, how your thyroid, thyroid is putting out thyroid um, nutrients, basically. Okay. okay. So... Uh, when I'm working with people with thyroid issues, and I bet you do the same thing, Kate, is um, I think that we look at things that are inflammatory that you might be eating. And we know one of the things that's really inflammatory for most people is gluten grains. Okay. And so we suggest re- eliminating gluten grains. And then often I also say eliminate the dairy pro- um, proteins too. So like the caseins and the you know the Yogurt things that are and yeah. the milk and the cottage cheese, and it's it's basically the pro the protein that's in dairy that is inflammatory. Right. So I have a quick question. So does that also mean like my whey protein? Do I need to cut that out because I do it daily? That's so, a good question. Some people need to, and some people don't. So I don't do a lot of dairy, but that's one of the areas areas yeah. where I do know that it's in my diet. You know, I think probably for uh, maybe you look at say a couple of months, couple of three months, or six weeks, you cut it out. And see, you know, if you are having your numbers checked frequently, then you'll be able to see if those antibiotics have decreased when you do this. Okay. And do you have a suggestion if it's not dairy, what would be the next best thing if it's not whey protein? Oh. I mean, I, what know. to eat instead of whey protein? Because well, I love to do that every morning for my breakfast. I make a smoothie. So. Have a couple eggs. <laughs> okay. okay. I think that for right now, you know, and then go back if... If the okay. numbers have gotten, you know, a lot better, then you go back and you add back the whey protein okay. and then you have it checked again. Okay. I hope that's it. You know, that's, you know, that's the best answer anyway. Yes. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for calling us Thank today. You. Thank you. You know, Dar, we were, we were <clears throat> talking about eating sufficient amounts of protein mm-hmm. as an anti-aging solution. Yes. Oh, maybe to create good moods or have a sharp memory. So maybe that's one of your reasons for staying young and healthy is to, to, to have that sharp memory, eat enough protein. So eating sufficient amounts of protein is really one of our anti-aging nutritional recommendations. We make it, we make it all the, this recommendation all the time at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. But we also highly recommend reducing sugar and processed carbs. I bet people have figured that one out. I think they've heard this before. <laughs> Massive amounts of information showing that these high sugar carbs contribute to weight gain and heart disease, cancer too, mm-hmm. inflammation, and of course, accelerating aging. So why do so many people continue to binge on the very foods that make us tired, depressed, hmm. sick, and old? You know, if they have the information... 
Why do so many people scarf down carbohydrates, especially those high sugar, those high glycemic processed carbs people love so much? Now, I can tell you, not one client has ever told me, I couldn't stop eating the meatloaf. <laughs> no, that's you true. You know, I, I ate it until the whole pan was gone. Yeah. No one has ever told me that. But, but brownies, now yeah. that's another story. You know, they always say one brownie led to two brownies, and then to one row of brownies, and then to two rows of brownies. Yes. Until the whole pan was gone. And then I had to make another pan so my family didn't know. <laughs> didn't know that I <laughs> ate that whole pan. So why can't we stop? Yeah. I mean, is it a blood sugar issue? Maybe you've been on antibiotics recently. They're all different reasons. There's a, Yes, and that's what we do. We figure out the reason. And then we address your nutritional program around that reason. So how does sugar age us? Uh, hidden sugar lies at the heart of so many modern-day health epidemics. One of the ultimate aging diseases is diabetes. Type 2 diabetes is a deadly disease. It can cause blindness, nerve damage, loss of hearing, wrinkles, kidney mm-hmm. failure, mm-hmm. loss of toes, wound healing is pretty slow, memory problems develop, and of course you get a lot of aches and pains from all the inflammation. So I suppose we maybe should head into another break, Kate? Yes. Uh, it's, it happens fast, it doesn't sure it? Does. <laughs> okay. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. So let's just talk a teeny bit here about joint health. If you're having a bad knee or hip, it can certainly make you feel old. So what can you do nutritionally to protect your joints? Well, the first thing to do is reduce your sugar and processed carbs. High sugar foods lead to inflammation, and it's this inflammation that breaks down joints. Mm -hmm. That might be new information. Mm -hmm. The second thing to do is take sufficient amounts of omega-3 fish oil to control the inflammation. And when we come back from break, Dar is going to share some important nutrients to support joint health. So if you've got questions today, call us at 651-641-1071. If you changed your nutrition, could it change your life? What if I told you that you could change your life just by learning the secrets of balanced eating? Nutritional Weight and Wellness can teach you how. They will do an individual consultation for you, your husband, or your children. They will create an eating plan that fits your lifestyle. Whether you're experiencing migraines or sleeplessness, depression, digestive problems, fatigue, anxiety, or need help with weight loss, nutrition can change all of that. More than 90% of all health conditions can be traced back to nutritional issues. Let Nutritional Weight and Wellness help you. Call 651-699-3438 or visit weightandwellness.com to schedule your individual consultation at an office near you. That's weightandwellness.com. Let Nutritional Weight and Wellness help you. 651-699-3438 or visit weightandwellness.com to schedule your individual consultation. That's weightandwellness.com. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavis, licensed nutritionist, and I'm here with Kate Crosby, nutrition educator and counselor. You know, before break, Kate was sharing information about maintaining healthy joints. So she said, take sugar out, basically. Add omega-3 fish oil. So I would also suggest adding 
400 milligrams of magnesium glycinate before bed to kind of support the muscles around the joint so that they don't uh, cramp up mm-hmm. and, you know, you're not having muscle tension mm-hmm. around your joints, basically. And then add a supplement of glucosamine and chondritin. And usually you have to add that three times a day. And what that does is it helps to maintain and repair the cartilage. You know, that soft little cushiony tissue that's mm-hmm. between the bones. And that is how you maintain that. Mm-hmm. So I know a few people had called in and asked us to tell people our phone number at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. So that is 651-699-3438. And um, we would be happy to answer your questions, questions. there. So. Should we take a we've few callers? We've got a couple callers here. Um, we've got Debbie. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. You've got a question? Hi, I do. I have a 26-year-old son who's a practicing vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about five, six years he's followed this path. He has a very, uh, not very, he just has paler skin over the years. And he had a thick head of hair, and it has become very thin over this time. Um, He is work. He's learned to work um, on adding proteins, a variety of proteins. Um, He's very conscious of how many calories he consumes. But I'm wondering about the the hair and the skin. Is that just a sign of of the the vegan following? I would certainly say that the the hair is probably. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, I think again, maybe there's. You know, maybe there's some other genetics involved in this, but... And um, there are. There are. um, Yes, a grandparent does. Yeah. I mean, I just, you know, you have to kind of look at his overall health. And, you know, of course, some people have this belief system. So, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's... it's, uh, And we often get clients that come in that are vegetarian or vegan, and they basically come because they are feeling depressed and low energy, and they realize that things are not working f- because of the way they're eating. Oh. And so that's, <clears throat> you know, and then they make a decision that they need to change. And sometimes they just start with whey protein. And and that's how they start because then they know that they're making the amino acids. And then sometimes they move to eggs. And, you know, and then sometimes they move to eating a little bit of fish so that, it's a slow process for a lot of people, and some people just stop at that. Mm-hmm. But then they're actually getting the 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 amino acids and the benefit of the protein. So that's just some ideas for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. He he um he eats a lot of soy, mm-hmm. and he's added um, some of the different I want to say barley, but but different proteins. Um, trying to do organic proteins, and and I'm not sure of of all of it. Right. But. right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the, the the one caution on soy is it's estrogenic. And then it's also something that you might want to think about is, go ahead, Kate, you were going to say something. Well, it, it competes with thyroid hormone as well. Yes. And so it can affect your thyroid, which would affect his energy, his hair. Oh. Um, and it's also, hormones. most of it is genetically modified. Even some of the organic so mm-hmm. it has become genetically modified. And honestly, we don't know what that's going to mean to our bodies long term. Mm-hmm. So so thanks for the for call, call this morning. Thank you. you. Know, just... I appreciate your time and I love your show. Thanks. Thank you very Great. much. Thank you. Okay. Should another we take caller? another? Sure. Let's um, take another caller. 
Stacy, you have a question for us. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hi there. You know, this call actually, um, it almost goes along with the last one in that I have a 10-year-old son, and actually myself, we're just not meat eaters. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, my son more so than me. I can tolerate it, but, I mean, it's almost a physical reaction for him in trying to eat meats. And I was doing some research on nutritional yeast seasoning, and, you know, I'm completely clueless. I just started researching it within the last couple of days. Is that something that's beneficial? Is it something that's worthwhile to even try? You know what? I just read something about that recently, and no, it is not a good option. Uh-huh. And honestly, I can't remember exactly why, why it, what the harmful part is, to be honest with you. Okay. But I think one of the reasons that your son may be not wanting protein, and this is what we find with a lot of people that haven't been eating much protein, their body stops making hydrochloric acid, which is one of your major digestive enzymes. And so when you don't have hydrochloric acid, you for some reason don't want to eat meat. So I think maybe just having him take a supplement with a little bit of hydrochloric acid in it that build up that, and then he'll start wanting to have some kind of meat. Um, and, and, you know, you can start with things like, you know, chicken sausage or, I mean, we have a lot of recipes for kids that would help that. Mm-hmm. And you kind of slide it in. You know, we have a great quinoa stew and it has ground turkey in it. And by the time you get done, you don't even know that it's in there because it just fits right into mm-hmm. it. Chili is another one of those great foods to, you know, pull well, in the protein and people don't even realize that they're, they're, they're eating, eating it. You know, they're not sitting down and eating a piece of steak, but they're still getting the benefit of the protein. Right. Mm-hmm. So, oh, oh, I appreciate that so much because it just kills me to see him. Like, it, bread is like his, just his, he's 10. And yeah. just to, I try and try. And like I said, when you see him actually gagging, oh, I don't, it's hard to, you know, at that point you almost kind of shut down and, oh, what do I do? But mm-hmm. those are good ideas. I'll try, I'll try those. And, you know, the other thing is sometimes, you know, when they're 10, I know uh, one of the nutritionists just had a nine-year-old in the other day. And, you know, it was just like changed. It's going to change his life because mm-hmm. for some reason he wouldn't listen to mom, no. but he will listen. He will listen to Katie because she's, you know, she's a dietitian, so he's going to listen to her. Right. Uh, so right. anyway, it, sometimes it works that way. Oh, definitely. Well, thank you so much. All right. Thank you for the call today. Thanks. Uh, we've got one other caller. All right. Uh, or two, actually. We're going to take those? Yeah, let's take Jeannie. You've got a question about iron and medication? Oh, yeah. No, not medication. Okay. But um, it was found that my serum iron is quite high, and I've had it done a couple times, and once it was way over the top that it should have been, and they told me to go and um, give blood, mm-hmm. but I, I didn't go and do that. And then the next couple times it came down, but it was still at the very high end. And then they took my serum ferritin and found that it was very low. Okay. So do I take iron or or what do I do? I think I would go back to my uh, physician and have more tests run because there's some reason that it's going up and down. And I, I'm that I don't know. Um, okay. But I think work, you know, and keep going back to get an answer because they okay. they should be able to help mm-hmm. you. For some reason, you're not storing it. Yeah. So oh, okay, so because the ferritin is the stored iron. Is yes, it right? is. Yes, okay. yep. But it's you. Yeah, I, I think it's a good thing to keep checking. So, okay. okay. 
Thank you. <laughs> we so, have okay. one more caller. And, okay. All right. Um, Beth, you have a question about inflammation? Yeah, I might not have caught this or just to expand upon it. Say that again, yes. please. Part, the, Dar was saying that um, uh, glucosamine chondro- chondroitin, which repairs cartilage three times a day. Yes. Uh-huh. How much? Well, you know, I know you have to take in 1,500 milligrams of glucosamine a day for it to work at all. So you look at your, you know, whatever supplement supplement and find out to make sure that you're getting that 1,500 milligrams of glucosamine. Okay, great. And um, how far before bedtime just take the... the, uh... Magnesium? Um, You know, you can do it like half an hour before or you could take it with your evening snack, whatever. Works. Okay, thanks a lot. Okay. Well, good Great. questions. Interesting questions yeah. this morning. Yeah. You so, know, we were talking about sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, now we need to take a break. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to talk about that until we come back. <laughs> okay. So you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Uh, I just want to remind everyone that for the rest of August, Nutritional Weight and Wellness has this two for the price of one special for many of our classes, things like the class Jumpstart Your Metabolism or Foods to Reduce Pain and Inflammation, Avoiding the Diabetic Epidemic, or another great class, Stressed Out High Anxiety. You pay $25 and you can bring a friend or a family member for free. Free. This, this is life-changing information for you. Great teachers, air-conditioned rooms. We even serve you a glass of pure water And again, call our office at 651-699-3438, or you can sign up at weightandwellness.com. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, September is just around the corner. Hard to believe, but fall is upon us, which means for many, better eating. Back to a routine. And for you, it may be the best time to sign up for Weight and Wellness Series. A great series. If you haven't taken the class recently, then it may be time for a refresher. Or if you haven't taken it at all, it's time to sign up. So let's face it. Most of us need a refresher for our commitment. Mm -hmm. You know, it's our commitment to less sugar, more vegetables. So call 651-699-3438 and sign up or go to weightandwellness.com. And you'll be able to sign up online. So, mm-hmm. you know, before we went to break a couple breaks yes, ago, yes, a couple of breaks ago, <laughs> we were talking about how sugar ages us, Star. Maybe you can kind of explain that. So, you know, this constant overeating of sugar robs the body of its ability to kind of fend off stress and chronic illness. So you might ask, why is sugar so harmful to the body, and why does it cause us to age faster than normal? So let's just pretend a minute. You know, they're going to drink a 20-ounce soda, mm-hmm. or maybe you don't drink soda. Maybe it would be a big glass of orange juice, or maybe you don't do that, but you'd eat a bagel. Or how about oh. that mocha? Oh, yeah, that mocha. That might do it. Or that piece of pecan pie. Oh, yeah. Or a bag of chips. Mm-hmm. So that's all sugar, isn't it? Even those chips, folks. Yes. So what happens? Well, your blood sugar soars. Your pancreas doing its job releases insulin, promoting the cell receptors to open up to allow the sugar from the soda 
or the bagel to rush into the cell. And again, blood sugar goes up and then it comes crashing down. And when the blood sugar is too low, the stress hormone adrenaline is released, creating inflammation. Mm. There's our process. There's the inflammation word. Yes. <laughs> and you know, the more times that roller coaster of blood sugar goes up and down, the more insulin resistant you become. Your body turns that excess sugar into body fat. Yes. Your immune system falters. So you might be sick a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and then you just get tired. General fatigue sets in. You know, today, 25 million people have been diagnosed with diabetes. That's a lot of people. Wow. And another 57 million suffer from insulin resistance. I think mean, go to the fair and you'll see it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> diabetes and insulin resistance age the body from the inside out. They cre those are the things that start to create heart disease and cancer, wrinkles, mm -hmm. age spots, that faulty memory. Mm -hmm. So scientists have known for a long time that cancer cells love sugar. You know, just like us, mm -hmm. cancer cells seems to be addicted to sugar. Uh -huh. So research at the University of Utah found by restricting the amount of sugar eaten one can slow the cancer cell's growth. That's amazing. Ooh. And sometimes it can actually stop it. That's powerful. It is. If you roll that one around in your yeah. brain, just to think about. Absolutely. So it, it is amazing. So now we need to ask and probably understand how damaging sugar is to our bodies. Why do we find these foods so irresistible? <laughs> yes. <laughs> ask yourself, are you going to the state fair for the activities or for the food? And what foods are the ones you must buy? So interestingly, re recently, uh, Dr. Oz shared that sugar is more addicting than cocaine. Sugar is more addicting than cocaine. Yes. So if sugar is creating wrinkles all over your face and you can't stop eating sugar and processed carbs, maybe it's time for a nutritional intervention. There you go. So when you stop the sugar, you will stop the spread of wrinkles. Aha. Uh -huh. <laughs> so if that should motivate a lot of people this yeah. morning. <laughs> I have a friend. So, you know, Faye, yes. I think, um, I hope she's listening this morning. This will stop the spread of wrinkles. <laughs> that sugar. Sometimes we need just one reason to stop these things. Exactly. So if sugar is more addicting than cocaine for most of us, then it will take a well-designed treatment plan, obviously, to stop eating that sugar. Definitely. You know, this is really a biochemical problem. It's a brain problem. It's much more than what most people think of as a lack of willpower. So often clients tell me that they beat themselves up when they succumb to that sugary treat. Oh, we hear that all the time, don't we, Kate? It makes me so sad um, because it's not their fault. Mm -hmm. uh, they know that constantly eating sugar and processed carbs makes them feel terrible. They see it, the puffy eyes, the skin sags, but they can't stop. Mm -hmm. So we do have a solution. Yes. You know, in a nutritional counseling session, we actually design a plan that will balance your blood sugar so you don't experience those le low blood sugars, which will lead you to wanting a high sugar treat. I that mean, always happens. That always happens. Then 
we go beyond that. Mm-hmm. We recommend a supplement protocol that we have found to be successful for most people. Mm-hmm. You know, we actually have people take a beneficial bacteria called Bifidobalance, one before every meal, mm-hmm. and that helps balance out the intestinal tract. Mm-hmm. Then we have people take two glutamine, L-glutamine, which is an amino acid, two before every meal with the bifido mm-hmm. on an empty stomach. Mm-hmm. And then What's that doing? That's going to help reduce sugar cravings. Oh. But it also heals the intestinal lining, and it does Those so many things. more things. Mm-hmm. Makes muscle on your body, all the things that we want. Mm-hmm. And then, and basically, glutamine is the source of it. Is what you've been talking about all the time, Kate. Animal, animal protein. protein. <laughs> and then we have people take three crave control, two or three crave control, crave control plus before every meal. And usually, what happens is the cravings go away. Let and, me just repeat that. Dar. Okay. All right. So one bifido balance. Yep. Two L-glutamine, and two to three crave control plus. On an empty stomach, 15 minutes or so before a meal? Yep. Okay. And that's going to help curb my cravings. It curves curves the cravings. Helps me repair my intestinal tract. Yep. And and they're all natural. They're all healthy. There are no stimulants. There's just healthy supplements. Okay. That's That's a good solution. That's a great solution. So, again, we ask, if you know and believe these processed carbs you are eating are aging you, why can't you simply stop eating them? Sometimes it's a habit. Maybe you see your favorite treat and the reward center lights up in your brain. You simply can't stop yourself. And I think, Kate, people going out to the fair, Mm. this is truly what happens to a lot of people. And everybody has from their past, if they've been going to the fair for a long time, those hey, they have those special sweet treats that yes. they they're waiting they're, for, and as soon as they see them, it actually and they've done tests on this is that people's brains actually light up when they see their favorite treat. Mm-hmm. I often recommend that if you're going to the state fair, eat a balanced meal before you go. Yes, you'll feel great. You'll have tons of energy. You can still have your special treat. You won't probably eat the whole bucket of cookies but <laughs> so you know it's just you know it some, so sometimes it's understanding that and getting mm-hmm. your blood sugar balanced and having the food in your system so sometimes you know it's just a we we just don't have sufficient education about how sugar affects us our, and our aging absolutely sometimes it's a chemical rebalancing that needs to occur like you were saying mm-hmm and, you know, whatever the reason, we usually have a nutritional solution for you, and we can figure it out. Right. Oh. And we can give you the support that you need to make these changes, because as we know that usually when people have developed these habits, and they're usually unhealthy habits, you can't change them overnight. So, Kate, With thank you for being here. Thank you, Dar. Thank you for listening, everyone. Have, have a great, a great day. day. expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.